0: to the next issue podcast. We are a bi-weekly comic book podcast out of Dallas. We are three friends that talk about our lifelong uh, love of comics. Um, we, what am I forgetting? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing the intro freestyle, so. <laughs> well, that's what I had to do last week. Yeah, You made me do the <laughs> <laughs> intro. I'm
1: like, what does he say? What does he say? That's why I put it on that list,
0: because because all the documents out there had I, I, I got on
1: uh, Basecamp and I couldn't find it. I was like, I'm just going to wing it. Oh. <laughs> Um,
0: (laughs) Welcome to one of our long-form episodes. Um, We are joined by Daniel.
2: Hey, how's everybody doing?
0: Uh, Daniel's Mm -hmm. been on before, and we're going to talk... We're probably going to talk a lot of media, comics and media. We're going to focus on Daredevil Season 3, but... Uh, we've all been watching uh Titans. We've all been watching Sabrina, so we're gonna we're gonna dip into well, a little bit of everything. You've got me
1: beat on Sabrina, I've only seen episode one. Only seen episode one. What are your thoughts so far? I'm I'm amazed at what they're doing. Like yeah. th- it's a whole new take. I mean, I think I told somebody about the new series and he goes, it's not like the Melissa Joan Hart thing. It's like oh no. No, 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 no. If, if you're very religious, you're probably not gonna finish the series. Exactly. <laughs> they said they,
3: they purposefully did not tie anything to the 90s
0: oh and introducing Shelby Harrison my wife (laughs) First time appearance Actually, as my wife.
1: I was going to come in and make the joke, Mr. and Mrs. Clay uh, Cunningham. <laughs> I want to be Mr. C. Uh, this is now a collectible episode. So yes, Z it Z is. <laughs> the first appearance. The
2: first first appearance. appearance. <laughs> we'll sign it for you. <laughs> um, well, the,
0: th- the interesting uh, news story that came out this week is the, uh, I forget which church. it's. it's church of Satan. Church Satan. Is, yeah, okay, yeah. it is
1: the Church of Satan. Because apparently some temple on the TV is too... Almost accurate to their yeah, it's like, very
0: accurate to what to they that, use. I
1: hate to say it, unless there's something I'm missing about the Church of Satan being all pure good. Go screw yourself.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're not evil. They're I know. I, yeah.
1: it, it, it's like I'll defend anybody. Like I have friends that are Wiccan, and I'm like, that's don't think witchcraft is you know that's kind of it's a whole nother thing. But I, it, for me personally, I never heard anything good. Of, and if you're a Satan believer, you know, I guess being raised Catholic is just. So I'm not saying it's not out there. I just I haven't nobody's shown me anything that. Show me otherwise.
0: Well, so far, uh, I mean, we're about halfway in. Um, I dig it. A lot happens. Yeah. So you're constantly, you know, you can't really do. Well, the first
3: episode.
1: I mean, like, I've only on episode one, but there's so much that just goes into, like.
3: It just gets darker. It's so good. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it,
0: it does. It gets really, really dark for a show that you, that's kind of aimed at teenagers.
1: Well, let me ask this, because I know that it, the creators always talk about uh, it being a spinoff. But is there anything in this show that sort of connects it to being connected to Riverdale? They, they mention do mention Riverdale. They do mention Riverdale. Okay. okay. How,
0: how
2: many episodes have you seen? I haven't seen any episodes, but I have read the comic book it's okay. supposed to be based off. So I, I did have a question for you that I've uh, seen a few episodes. If any, Have you guys read the comic? Mm. Any? I yeah. Have. Oh, wait, wait, so what, what, Chilling Adventures? The Chilling yeah. Adventures, oh, okay. yeah. Um, do you think the whole season will be covered, like, just what's in Volume 1? No, or are there's
3: so much more. And they can't, you know, they're like how Betty and Veronica appear. Yeah. They can't do any of that. Oh, of that's CW. what I was going to ask about. Because yeah. the creators
1: actually said like they'll be influenced by the book, but it's going to be a lot different. Okay.
3: And you totally get the feel of the yeah. book. And there's the pieces of it, and the characters, and the personalities. But yeah, you don't, I mean, the book is such as there's one storyline, really. Right. But the show is just, keeps but going. The cameos,
2: especially when the cheerleaders show up, yeah. uh, that was really interesting <laughs> in the book. So I was wondering how that was going to play in, in the TV show.
3: It doesn't, sadly. Yeah, they.
0: I mean, because as we've watched, she's explained. Oh, in the comic, that they, they use Betty and Veronica. In the comic, they use this, and it's just been all new people. So it's kind of nice to keep it within the same universe, mm. uh, because uh, I mean, we watched the first five episodes of Riverdale, and I just, you know, I'm sorry, shirtless shirtless dudes is not the Wait, kind I, of show I, I want to watch. What's wrong with
1: well-built Archie? I. <laughs>
3: He's the I, wrong demographic. <laughs> yeah, I, I
0: I thought by the fifth episode they would have found his shirt. <laughs> Maybe See, that's a mystery. I know. <laughs> yeah. We'll See, call the Scooby Gang. Are we gonna have no, shirtless Shaggy?
2: Oh, <laughs> well,
1: I, I don't know. If he looks, looks like, like Matthew Jim Lillard, yeah. would have been nice.
2: <laughs> or if he looks like the hipster Jim Lee version that's going around right oh, now. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the uh, zombie. He will, a, yeah. yeah, he'll definitely be shirtless and have like a six pack. Yeah. I hate that
0: they're gonna ruin uh, ruin Stoner Shaggy to make him hipster Shaggy. <laughs>
2: He can be a
3: hipster stoner. Yeah,
0: no, I, I think you can have both at the same. Yeah, I just hate that that look he's throwing
1: down. I don't know the way he's got his mustache curled up, and everything. That, that's kind <laughs> his of his beard's awesome. pretty good. Yeah, he, I uh, like uh, a good
2: beard, and yeah, <laughs> yeah. So
1: I don't. I'm still watching Riverdale. I'm, I'm still invested. I'm going to season three, and they're kind of going. A little bit supernatural with the season. That's oh, why nice. I was. That's why I was kind of curious about the Sabrina crossover. They're, they're, it would be cool hear, if they could develop a crossover with them. Because I,
3: I had high hopes for Riverdale. Just hearing it was like Twin it's, Peaks creepy. It's gotten
1: better. Like I, I think that first season with a lot of CW shows, they're trying to find. You know, they're trying to find. Oh, we still need the young demographic, the young, you know, supernatural, uh, Smallville kind of young. But then they, when they, I think when they have started doing like well ever since CW started becoming the DCW. You know, because yeah. now, now we're going to get the Batwoman TV series. Now we're going to possibly get the Superman TV series.
2: Oh, no, please stop giving me so many comic book shows. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, you know, and like, look at thing Riverdale is a comic book show. So
0: it, we, if, if you had to drop a CW show, which one would you drop?
2: As Nothing th- right now. I think it. today it would be Supergirl because Same. I'm not caught up in Supergirl and I don't feel bad about it.
3: I really liked season one. And then season two we yeah. stopped at some point and we I stopped didn't, at season I just two didn't care season
1: four is getting interesting because they're going very political like with some of the stuff and I'm yeah. like I, I'm let's put it this way if they're actually gonna take the ball with this one I hope they really run with it if not then it's gonna be I mean they're gonna be basically kind of it's like with the end of season five of arrow yeah the huge huge explosion of Lee and you and you didn't do Jack with it when start started season six you had them do uh, Flashpoint for season three of with flash and they didn't do Jack with it at least with season seven of Arrow, he's still in jail and they're going long with the story. And I'm like, I'm impressed with, I mean, outside of emo um, Felicity, uh, she's driving me the uh, batty. They really I'm,
0: are showing what Felicity is and she is a waste of screen time. Yeah.
1: But other than that, like everything else, like Arrow, what they're doing with Oliver, I, I'm like, you're actually showing consequences and finally doing something like that.
2: Yeah. I'm still not a big fan of the flash forwards. I'm okay with that. Uh, I'm okay I, with that. Uh, but I'm okay to see where they're going yeah. with that. I mean, I understand they need to fill in an episode. Because the, I mean, these shows would be so much better if they were like 13 episodes long. Where they would they would be able to get rid of all the filler. But I mean, or, it's the or, CW. Or not, even,
1: not episodes, at
0: least story arcs. Like do like yeah. a 13 yeah. and then kind of jump yeah. into another one. I wish they'd just break them down and do story arcs. Like, oh, this is going to be a two episode or three episode. Yeah. Instead of like, okay, we need to fit it in in, in this time period. And we're just going to do one episode. I mean, you could... In, in, or cut back from doing a 24 episode season mm. somehow cut it no. in half and, and well, do an
1: art and that's why I think and oh my god I'm loving it so there are only two episodes in but legends this season
0: I I haven't so caught good. the second episode I started to oh. watch it but I I wanted to get Shelby to watch because this season and the She's monsters are too. great oh my I, god. I
3: did see a lot of season one with him and I, I and I've seen stuff here and there but I yeah I know enough that I could jump in. L- with Constantine? Yeah. you talking
2: about that? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Legends only gets better as it goes oh forward. Oh, my God. Season one, I enjoyed it. Uh, and then they fixed a lot of the issues that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Hawk Maybe girl. Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was only a barista in a past life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then season two, they just went all out. Uh, and season three, they're not holding back. No, Mad Lion's yeah. well, greatest as team. And they're not
1: serious. It's just have fun. We realize that there's supposed to be rules with time travel, but eh, we're just yeah. going to have fun with the
2: stories. Oh, yeah. And even then, they managed to bring in, like, some interesting story points. Like, the latest episode, I won't go into a lot of details, but it's very uh, Zari, I think is her name. Yes. Very centric to her. And she kind of learns, like, from the experience. Mm-hmm. And But it's not, like, hamphisted Like, they don't just put it in your face. Like
0: This may be the best lineup
2: Legends has.
0: Well, I mean... Uh, Constantine and him hanging out on the ship with um, oh, Heat Wave. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just, I, I want them to team up. and They're going to be best friends.
1: They're
2: going to well, be best friends. You, you would expect them to be best friends, but they're so alike that I they're know. like, maybe they can't be best friends. Yeah. Well, they, no.
1: And what's uh, what, um, what's his name? Uh, Nate's father. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, Biff. Biff. Biff is his father. I'm like, this is just how he learns how Nate's at Time Traveler and that. Oh, I'm like, okay. I'm. Get, here's my money take all the other shows away keep legends on because i like that i don't know it it, and they don't just play it for the joke
0: too no. they also had him have dinner with his father and yeah. everything kind of go wrong and it's just like even when you're successful but you're a disappointment to your father how do you how do you sit through that and go through that and he's really great
1: what i will say and this isn't really a spoiler but this episode is very disney-esque that's yes. all I'm going to go That's for. why I wanted yeah. Shelby to watch. I haven't said
0: <laughs> what they're going to oh, hunt, oh. but she'll like it. So I was,
3: was going to say, so it's Legends like Mystery Science Theater where they say, what do they say in the intro about if you're worried about the science or whatever? Almost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't yeah. take it too seriously. Like. <laughs> this is a TV show. Just relax. But yeah. the <laughs> only time
0: they tried to use science was when uh, the Zari had her uh, Groundhog Day episode. Yes. And she just had like this... The 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 engine blow up and squirt junk on her face and that caused her to travel through a, yeah. a time
1: wormhole. Well, that was, but it was also because of um, Gary. Uh, no, not Gary. It was a uh, uh, this ship. I can't. The ship. A, it was a uh, Gideon. Was Gideon. Gideon basically caught, caused her to go through the hole. Well, thing.
2: it was it was also yeah yeah because it was Gary's fault that he landed somewhere inside the yeah. ship too. Yeah. It's. Uh, no, that Gary's was Gary's
0: getting to be a great
2: character too. Gary. Yeah. My nipple
1: was bit off by a unicorn. <laughs>
0: You'll the,
2: never
1: get that line. In the worst the, <laughs> the first episode with the, the hippies just like beautiful unicorn. The
2: unicorn just running and the stabs right through the heart, and it's like, and they're just like, what the? F-? <laughs> and then the unicorn looks so metal. Once it was going to hell. Oh god. Oh,
0: that was so awesome looking. Like, oh my god, it was so
2: awesome. They looking. got both looks right: the good unicorn and then oh the real god. version. Oh, so yeah, good. no, that was oh this show's god. the best.
0: I and and Ray. I mean, for me, yeah. long term. <laughs> He has kind of gone from being the one-off Superman to becoming who I really love as Ray.
1: There are still moments I wish they had gone Blue Beetle, but he's become his own Elseworlds Ray Palmer that I'm like, you know, let him be who he is. I
0: kind of would like to see Ray have, uh, because we know identity uh, crisis Mm -hmm. in, in, in his story and where it goes, I like seeing him light and fun, and yeah. uh, his well, interactions with Nora. I'd like to see him kind of go in that direction of like maybe dating until he finds,
1: you know. Yeah, but I, I have the, the I mean, one. Well, I mean, in real life, Nora's his wife. That's you know the actress, and then oh, it's something made a valid point. That's uh, his wife in real life. Yeah, yeah. oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but uh, something made of a valid point because in the crossover, we're getting um, ML's wife as Nora Freeze. And, and now we officially have four Noras in the fricking uh, Arrowverse. We've got Nora Dark. We've got Nora uh, West. Exus. We got yeah. two Nora West. We got his daughter and his mother. And then we've got Nora uh, Freeze coming in. Oh
0: man! I know. <laughs> they couldn't. They could narrow that down. I know. And do oh, some just other a little characters. bit. Just a little bit. Um,
2: I do like to point out that Katie Lots is the best thing to happen in all these shows. Yes. Uh. In any of the in any of the shows that she's yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. She's the best thing to happen on the CW. Like, just from from putting this universe together. She's so good at any role, like a serious role, a funny role, action. Uh, I see her on Instagram do all, like, all her training and stuff. Same and here. Same here. It's she's really good, and she's beautiful, so that which, helps which, out a lot with character? everything. Uh, uh, White Canary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sarah. 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 Captain. Captain Lens. Captain <laughs> Lens. <laughs> There's two Captain Lenses now? Well, maybe. No. no Not he's, anymore, I guess. Yeah.
1: No. I, I, sorry, it's been long enough. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> and in, yeah, and <laughs> it's been in writing. He's, yeah. And that sucks, too, because... Uh, I really
0: enjoyed uh, him as kind of this father figure yeah, for, Oliver. Uh, for <laughs> Oliver for a long time. Um, I, I want to see the l because I don't know, is Tommy going to show up? I saw a, him on set a in picture, a photo, yeah. and I was he like, "He showed
1: up twice last se- no, it was a uh, yeah last season."
0: was not it? A, but was it a hologram?
1: No, no, wasn't it? it uh, oh, no, 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 no. It was Tommy as the crossover for Earth X. Yeah, he, he was Prometheus. Was Prometheus. Yeah. Oh, and, and then, and then um, uh, what's the, the other Disney? Not Disney show. DC show. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> a person of interest, or it was the guy who does oh, Human Target. Human Target came in and dressed up as Tommy to pretend he was the Green Arrow.
0: Oh, okay, all right. Then I I may need to go back and. Yeah. I, there might be stuff I didn't watch as Which I didn't intensely. realize. Uh,
1: Human Target, I think, was a, it was an actually a series in the early '90s too. Yeah, it's yeah a, it was on Fox. On Fox. And yeah. You can get it on your uh, DC Universe app. Oh, yep. I maybe go check that out just because I didn't <laughs> You should. <laughs> so, so
0: while we're on that Titans, uh, they just showed episode be, four. Be sorry,
2: before we leave the CW, and this will be Tangent. the last thing, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I love how seamlessly they roll. Uh, they roll. Laurel back into the Arrow show. I <laughs> like
1: her as Dark Simon, Or even.
2: Uh, I like her too. But it was seen. Like, people that never read a comic book and they're watching this show, they're like, wait, what? So she died and then this other one came in, but everybody's just cool with it. Again, the greatness of the multiverse. I love it. I love it. Sorry, <laughs> let, let's go to Titans. I just. Yeah. I had to mention that because as you start watching well, this season of. Like, nobody addresses the fact that she's not Laurel. Can like, we I,
3: seamlessly replace Killer Frost now?
2: Oh, I like her. Well you know what
1: they're doing with that, don't you? No. She was uh so in the history of the Flash, uh she was Killer Frost as a child. Her father's a meta. Ah. he's Icicle. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I remember Icicle. Yeah. Oh, I just gotta go want I-, I love what they're doing with the Ralph this season. Ralph is becoming the detective that we won from the comic yes. books. He's with Sherlock. Oh my god. I okay. I hate Sherlock sh- I hate Sherlock. I I, I-, I love uh, um not almost Tom curious. Kavanaugh. I love Tom Cavanaugh. Tom yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he's a great addition to that show. No, he like, he's I'm glad so, they still he still. I mean, you put him anywhere and he could do anything. Give three versions of Wells, he'll yeah. do it. Uh, favorite like the, version is probably the Steve Jobs Wells, the council of Wells. No, I like the <laughs> cyborg version of Wells. Cyborg <laughs> Wells,
1: and the, the oh, that was so horrible. The freaking cyborg part looks so horrible. Yeah, I think it's just really it. bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it looked like uh, from uh, what is it? Kick Puncher yes, from Community. Yes. yes. <laughs> Um, uh, okay, sorry. so back so, to Titans. Sorry, so, so Titans. We're gonna spoil um, the first. I, I, we won't spoil the latest one, but we will talk about who who is in it because Daniel hasn't seen
2: the latest. Uh, well, I mean,
1: it, 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 you got to go with the title. It's Doom Patrol. The Doom yeah, Patrol is in the, Doom the show. Patrol.
2: So obviously, Jason Todd shows up, right? No, that's
1: episode seven.
0: Did y'all see uh, uh, Jensen Eccles do... Uh, yes, the Red Hood? Yes. He, uh, for Halloween, he did a Red Hood photo shoot, and man... Okay. Well, I can't
1: believe am saying Jensen Echols. Uh, Supernatural. Supernatural. Oh,
2: okay. okay. Yeah. He's so,
0: always wanted to be Batman. This may be the And he
1: voiced he the Red Hood. No, well, no, the there's a thing where, and, uh, on Twitter. Stephen Mell said, hey, I'm trying to break the thing. Jensen Eccles is here on set, not because he's supposed to be Batman, but because he's uh, Grant Gustin's second... Uh, uh, biggest fan out there so I, I think he was either on set for something or maybe we might see a cameo of him as oh n- nobody knows anything just yet but that would be awesome and,
2: and the red hood outfit that he had on halloween looks so good because it was actually in the latest episode of supernatural i haven't seen it and i heard it gets really meta uh, uh so i'm gonna go well, watch I like it they I haven't I'm, done that before yeah <laughs> yeah right but because uh, i'm behind on supernatural too but but yeah, that's why it looks so good because they made it for the show, and I guess he just borrowed it to do a photo shoot. I don't know. I guess it when looked you looked awesome. I mean, they're all producers of that show now at this point, so yeah. like they could probably do like, yeah, I am gonna borrow that for a minute. <laughs> you think uh, it's ever yeah. gonna end? Honestly, do you think it's, the show's ever gonna end? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you <know, laughs> you kind of think. I'm not saying it
3: should. I'm just saying you wonder. If they having fun, yeah, then you might as well just keep going. It's it's if they keep doing new things and just having fun and.
0: Yeah, I mean, the hardest part for that show is re- reinventing it mm-hmm. all the time. And so if you constantly are bringing in writers or have writers that have, like, a 10-year plan, do it.
2: I think, like, pretty soon there will be a writer that they started writing maybe when the show came out, and now they're a season writer. So they're, like, they're going to bring in all that love. Like, maybe they love Supernatural and they've seen everything and they're, like... Now I get to work for Supernatural. Mm-hmm. They were
3: totally in middle school when the show started. Yes, yeah, something no, like, like that, right? I've been watching <laughs> you. Yeah. You were my first crush when I, I was 12. <laughs> I brought
2: in my fan fiction. I would like to read it aloud, please. And now it'll be in the episode.
3: Yes. Oh God. <laughs> okay.
0: This is my Bobby Singer episode. <laughs> He's dead. Well, I'm going to read it anyway.
2: Multiverse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Titan's first episode, what, what did y'all think?
1: I didn't know what to think just yet. But again, it's one of those things I always have to tell people. It's like, never judge a series by its pilot. There have been so many shows. I mean, Parks and Rec. Even season one was hard to get through. Season one. Yeah, Yeah, there are
0: a lot of season one shows that just don't work. And uh, a lot of people even say, like, I I keep telling people, I haven't seen Rebels beyond season one because I can't get through it. And they're like, oh, just go to season
3: two. Rebels one was was fine.
2: It was not fine. (laughs) (laughs) There's the door. Get to going.
3: (laughs) <laughs> no, no. If, if Daniel says something it was not fine, yeah. He's,
2: no, no. He's I watched the most optimistic. I watched eight episodes of that season. I was like, man, this show is not for me. Oh, I was sucked in on season one. That's what kept me going to season but two. But somebody told me it gets really good in season two. It does. So I, yeah. So I need to push through. To I watched two. the recap of season one that I, they offer you on the website, and then you can just go into season two. Uh, yeah,
0: because I'm not. I'm not enjoying Titans. I'll
1: <laughs> uh, see. I after, after season episode, I wasn't sure what to think with episode one, but after that, after watching Hawk and Dub and then season. Uh, Season three, episode three. I'm like, okay, I'm invested. I want to see where they go with this. Um, I don't like, I don't like
0: Corey the most of all. I I like the actress. I like what they're doing. Let's let's
1: put this out there. We're not hating. I know she got a lot of hate because she got a lot of hate.
3: Oh no, no, I just think that the development of the character is not what. Starfire.
2: She's it, definitely the most kick-ass one, especially after yeah. the pilot. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I, I mean, know. she's a badass character, well, and I, but and for and
3: a different this, character. And we
1: talked about this on one of my other podcasts. It's like, you know, you realize, and it's, I was having to explain, go through the characters of the Titans because I, that's one of my favorite books out there. So I've been reading since the 80s when new Teen Titans was around. So I had to explain that, like, you know. I read
2: Teen Titans before there were a thing. <laughs> <laughs> the animated show doesn't count. <laughs> um,
1: no, I'm, I'm just saying, but I know the characters really well. And so I had to explain, like he's asking, you know, like how are they different from their comic book uh, compatriots? And I'm like going, Corey, you know, in that series she kills with almost no remorse whatsoever. Right. But I had to explain also that you know she is a alien princess, and in the comic books she will kill too. Like she's a warrior. He's Like you know, if I have to if I have to kill somebody to defend the people I care about, so be it. So in that interest, there is kind of that like. And she has no memory, so it's like you're not sure where you're yeah. going with so it. So she's
3: reverting yet. back to just primal instincts of exactly. Because she's yeah. had like a memory. rough
2: life, like before she can. Oh no, I know. Yeah, I mean the she ti- had a rough time.
1: The Titans saved her from being taken by another alien race. As, a, as a, you know, her sister betrays her, sells her off to an alien race. She escapes to Earth, and the Titans save her. So it's like she she only knows uh, death and you know and war, and so it's like she has to do that. That's all her. All she knows. I mean, in a lot of ways, that's what Wonder Woman is now. You know, like you know, Wonder Woman, she'll kill if she needs to for the greater good. So,
0: well, which I'm fine with, but I think introducing Starfire so brutal early on is kind of rough. And, and same with uh, same with Dick, you're just kind of showing him like an, on the downside of something yeah. that we don't know about, and so it's harder. I mean, like I I've argued with Aaron up at Urban Legends. He's like, but. <laughs> You know you don't understand where dick grayson was at this moment and i go okay but you know that but you need to be able to show it in a show that yeah. you're gonna you know at least be four episodes in and all we know is he's just gritty and well dark. i mean
1: and i thought he was a little rough but it wasn't until episode two when he throws his r into the guy's eye i'm like going okay they're going a little bit dark and you know, he, he's not killing anybody and that first trailer it looked like he had snapped somebody's neck and then he no he didn't you know he's just very brutal but Again, this is where I'm having to go, but it's like, it's the multiverse. It's like, this is a different era. This is a different earth. Like, I mean, you know, most people, when you, when you if you're a fan of the Green Arrow mythos, Oliver was never a killer at first. He was just a guy who had trick arrows, you know, and he was he was almost, you know, he was very, like, left-winged, you know, Democrat, always with the people. And then you bring in, you know, Arrow season one, and he's killing people left and right. And yeah. it's, it's almost based off the Mike Grell series, you know, and it's like. Oh, yeah. And this is dark. It's like, that's not Arrow, but I love the series. So it's like, I'm, I want to see.
0: I always felt that they wanted, Green Arrow was their Batman substitute. They could never get a Batman show, so they no, always and, were going to try to yeah. do him. And I did,
1: no, I'm mean, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, <laughs>
0: they were always going to do him like that. And you could see instances where it's like, oh, okay, so Diggle is more of like your Alfred. He's yeah. your confidant. And, and you can kind of like plot those different roles in Batman's world in Green Arrow. Well,
1: not even that. Do you ever, this is a podcast, Have you ever listen to a, a Green Arrow podcast called Quiver? No. It's one of the longest running ones out there, but um, they, they're up in Vancouver, and they actually got voted the best because Amel in season two of Arrow said, hey, there's so many podcasts, which ones do you think I should go on? And they everybody voted for their episodes, so they actually got a chance to interview in one of the local comic shops. Oh, nice. But um, they mentioned that if you go back and watch the Nolan films, Oliver did more detective work in like the first ten episodes than uh, Christian Bale ever did as Batman in three freaking movies. Oh, okay. You, I mean, you think about it, he's not really a detective in those movies. He's and not ba- a detective. No, <laughs> and yeah. that's what Batman <laughs> is. He's the world's greatest detective. And yeah. Oliver has done more detective work in like just a first season. You know that's where you, that's where you realize, you know, it, God, it, those that first season of Arrow was so great. Even two, I love yeah, two. Yeah, two was
0: great. Yeah.
2: I think two is my favorite. Yeah, with Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah.
1: Deathstroke, the inter- they, they, inter- they um bring in Wally, not Wally, just Barry, and they, they open the Arrow the, the Arrowverse up, and that's yeah. why like you know in that universe, you know the world's finest isn't Superman, Batman, it's Flash, Green Arrow.
0: Okay, so in what CW is doing. They've grown over six years. Mm-hmm. They've got all these shows. Titans has introduced a new character every episode. <laughs> this last one has almost been a full
1: origin of it's another like a, show. It's like a pilot for but the. different yeah. show. Almost every character they've introduced have been from the comic books, whereas right. like the Arrowverse, they've introduced certain characters here or there. Some may have been from the comics, some may have not. These have all been almost, almost near connected, like the uh, nuclear family. Yeah. The family that goes after Ra- uh, Raven, and, and I didn't realize they were originally from the uh, Batman: The Outsiders. Mm-hmm.
3: So it's I like did because I read the Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we had to look up the. the no, oh, that's why I did too. That's why I did too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I do love that that John Diggle was so popular that they actually wrote him into, into the, the, the comic, comic books. books. Yeah, that's awesome. Like yeah. whenever a, a, a character goes from some other medium into the comic books, like Harley X twenty three, and now oh, Diggle, w- Livewire. For yeah. anime
1: series, she became a villain after that. So like and like, didn't they write Chloe in from a Smallville? No, I don't think oh. that she's ever been in the. Uh, we, we
2: don't we don't talk about Chloe anymore. No,
1: but I, I didn't realize this. There actually was we talk men- about the cult. There was a mention of Chloe in, uh Supergirl. Oh really? When in season three, when they when uh Kara and uh, oh what's her name? I'm blanking on a sister who is another great thing for the Arrowverse. Um her sister uh from the DEO. They go, oh back, Alex? Alex, okay. they go back home because they're both having problems and they're doing the flashbacks of when they were like in elementary and junior high. They actually and there's a point where Kara actually mentioned Clark's friend, Chloe. Yeah. So I remember that. And oh, the best part, there's, there's been pictures of the uh, crossover. One of the sets is going to be the Kent Farm from Smallville. Oh, <laughs> oh and you did see uh, who's coming back from uh, for the crossover. No. Nineties uh, flash. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. I did oh, see that. Oh, it looks like, Clay had this look on his face like, it's like, are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, I always thought
0: that in the last season of Arrow or whenever the CW, I mean, hopefully it'll continue on. It was supposed it to will.
2: be, I think, five years, the, yeah. the original plan, right? Because they uh, had five years in the island.
0: I would love them to attempt to do a mega crossover. And this is what I'm talking about. I want... Batman sixty six. Oh. I want Kathy Lee Crosby Wonder Woman. I want Linda Carter Wonder Woman. I want I want every version to show up in in some form or fashion. in some form or fashion. Even if they're just killing off that universe the way Crisis would do, you would see you would see this Earth and you would see well, it disappearing. You know so. who
1: the villain of the uh, Elseworlds crossover is, don't you? Is it the Anti Monitor? Monitor, not Monitor. the Monitor. Yeah, but, but I'm saying if they're doing this. Then only leads, and then of course you go back to the Flash, the newspaper article, Flash disappears in a uh, crisis, red skies and everything. I'm like going, so they're eventually leading to something. So yeah. they're opening the door. Well,
0: that story's evolved since yeah. the beginning. First
1: yeah, but season. the
2: newspaper keeps changing.
1: But yeah. <laughs> no, but but, it's, but it still stays the same with the Flash disappearing. Even Nora right. says, "You never come back." So like they're leading to something. I mean, they're built. Like I mean, everybody forgets there was. Um, one story Eric they mentioned was in season one. Uh, they had the um, the metahuman. It was, sorry, it was in uh, Arrow season three. But the guy, it was the guy that uh, when Ray took him down was a uh, I can't remember the guy, the villain. He was he shot like le- electricity, and Oliver was using like this uh, headset to basically do the fighting for Ray in his, uh, his power suit.
0: Oh yes, yes, and yes. They and they
1: take him to uh, Star uh, Star Labs, but you find out that when Cisco's doing all the uh, things, he realizes he wasn't in Star City. Uh, sorry, he wasn't in Central City when the uh, accelerator went off. So he got his meta human powers from somewhere else. So, th- so the meta population is different. It's not just Star yeah. City wasn't the birth of that. It, yeah, so, it's other places. So they've opened up the door for so many other things to kind of reach out to. I know we're still holding out hope for Starman.
2: I, th- I think they're really good at about we're dropping Star Girl. Do not Star Girl. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good about just leaving little doors open mm-hmm. to yeah. take at some point, point. Um, and because there's so many stories that, if you've been reading comics, you already kind of know maybe that's where they could go. in. but if you haven't read comics, you're just like you don't really pay attention to things like that. But then you'll really be surprised when they when it happens, right? If there's a crisis in the next two seasons or whatever, like. We'll all really kind of be expecting to be a great event, but a lot of people they don't really know. They've never seen a crisis or whatever. Um, they've already dropped a few things when the when Barry had a, a, a duplicate Barry, and then that one disappeared, and you're like, oh, oh, like it just it gives you goosebumps when you're reading stuff. Well, like
1: I mean, that. that was that was basically issue eight of Christ on Infinite Earth. I mean, they're trying to destroy the multiverse, and he speeds up so much where he dies, killing the machine. So. Yeah.
2: Luckily, they ways find well, ways. They find ways around I know, that. I know. <laughs> They're very creative about not killing their main characters.
0: I, I do wish that Kid Flash had stayed on Legends, though.
2: I don't know.
1: The only because I I was torn on how I liked Wally on the show. Really?
2: Yeah. I don't know. It was I, I ha- having a speedster makes things a little too easy for the Legends? I think. Yeah. yeah that's and, but true. I mean, I
1: mean, he. I hate to say it. Being the speedster, he got himself KO'd a couple, numerous times on that show. So, and I just, I mean, bringing in Constantine. I don't know if the speedster kind of magician kind of aspect. Like, you need that one-off kind of character that's going to complement the rest of the, the cast, and I think if you had the speedster, I don't know if the magic would have worked so well. Hey, for me, it was more uh,
0: his growth. He was becoming... I'll give you that. He, I'll he, he was that. looking for something yeah. and trying to find this next stage of his life. Well, and
1: then that's why, you know, even though the actor wanted to be off the show, he's going to come back for at least, I think, two more episodes, but at least they've written it to where he's off still trying to find himself. So if it, yeah, if mean, so it's let's, continuing. I mean, come on, let's... Uh, Roy's back, even if it may be in... Uh, Flash forwards. Yeah, Flash forwards, but he's still back as a, a recur- uh, made character for the season seven of Arrow. We can always bring back Wally if he ever decides to want to come back. So, I mean, they, they leave that door open. Yeah. They didn't kill him off. They didn't kill, you know. The one character I want to see come back is, uh, not Rory, uh, oh, was it Rory? Oh, Ragman. Oh, Ragman was good. Oh, that was, uh, why did you, I mean, kill him off with a nuclear blast? I mean, yeah. Well,
0: I always thought that character was better in the comics. I just don't like this, I don't know, it, it seemed like a clean cut. Ragman, does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, what he didn't really look gritty or. But or
1: could, or, or introduce him into the uh, the legends. I mean, if you've got the mysticism, like maybe he's trying yeah. to like find the magic back for his thing, and you I, do I growth for that character.
2: Ragman was probably just too expensive to keep doing. Yeah, um, because the even like the other guys, um, you know, Ray, his suit pretty much most of the time that doesn't move a lot. Um, it's mechanisms that just what's do like... Name, your, um, yeah. What's his name? Yeah. What's the name of the other guy? The, the Nate? Colossus. Yeah, Nate. Nate, he doesn't turn to steal a lot, right? Right. Uh, and when he does, his mouth never moves. It does. It does. Like,
1: if you look, I mean, he, like, even in yes. the last episode, he actually, when he talks, you know.
0: Yeah, it's, it, it, you could tell, like, when you look at the early legends, you can see uh, our budget didn't allow us to have uh, Firestorm fly in this episode, so he's going to walk in <laughs> and start shooting stuff. Yeah. I, I love seeing when it, when it's like. Well, we have too many people flying in, so we're just going to have one guy walk. We'll CGI
2: Hawkman <laughs> and Hawk Girl. Oh, we can't get Stein to connect. Oh, you know, he's
1: somewhere else. Well, I'm waiting for the Flash. I mean, they you know, they already said they're going to have King Shark versus Gorilla Garage, so there goes their oh! whole budget. I'm so excited. I know. love that. I
0: was looking at I was looking at gorilla costumes for Halloween. No, I did.
1: I did. I, I she saw me
2: post on Instagram. There was one at Target for like 30. Yeah, that's what he was looking yeah, at. Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it. I and so
3: then, thought about and it. He, and then they also,
2: just had the gorilla head. Mm-hmm. You, you know? can still get it and bring it to the Dallas uh, Comic Show. Oh, and that's true. I may have to stop at Target later. <laughs> get the discount costumes. Yeah, for sure. Y- easy well, cosplay. Should
3: one of you be a shark though? Like, do you need to? Oh my
2: gosh,
0: I want to be King Shark. Okay, there you go. <laughs> just do it. Just <laughs> cut out a cardboard fin and put it to your back. Make <laughs> your face gray. <laughs> just do. Uh, I'm trying to think of. <laughs>
1: I don't think they have really good shark masks.
3: They have shark heads, kind of like the gorilla heads. Okay, what
1: was it the shark head from the Super Bowl? The one that was... Oh. The, oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: the Katy Perry shark. The Katy Perry. that <laughs> <Love> shark. <should be, laughs>
0: that, that should be King <laughs> Shark. Yeah, That's it's not
3: a scary shark. <laughs>
0: they had a very, very uh, low budget for that one. Yes, they did.
2: <laughs> uh, did y'all read Born Again before watching uh, Daredevil? Yeah, I had. Uh, I started reading Born Again at some point, but I don't think I ever finished it. I, I started...
0: Stopped, watched the show, and then finished it uh just to kind of get my bearings it's, of what it was. Well, hold on.
1: It's been a while. It was uh, was Bullseye a part of that storyline?
0: um Yes, that, that wasn't
1: that wasn't storyline where he cripples him,
0: y- right? Oh, okay. No, no. This uh, he he. The way it goes about is Kingpin goes to a mental hospital, and they give him a crazy guy. Gotcha. Okay, and that guy. Uh, that guy wears the suit. Gotcha. I guess
2: okay. so. FYI, full spoilers for Born Again and Daredevil season three. Yeah, since that one's a little more recent, well, we'll Sorry. throw out a spoiler warning. No, Sorry. it's okay. We mm-hmm. could th- now that now that they know, we can talk about it. It's their own. It's on their own.
0: Um, did Ready? y'all know? Did y'all know uh, Bullseye was going to be in this
1: season? Yes, I would seen a trailer, and there was like this guy throwing stuff. So it's like it's.
0: I, I
2: keep up with too many news to not. Yeah, realize <laughs> his name is Point Dexter. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. that's his little name in but the But they call him Dex. Yeah.
0: You know, uh-huh. um, if if you want to check out Born Again, it's going to be your Daredevil run issues. What is it? Two twenty three, uh, two twenty six through two thirty three. Um, Frank Miller, David. How do you say his last name?
1: Before he went inside, Masaccelli.
0: <laughs> Masaccelli. I always get that wrong. Um, for me, for the biggest part, the way Born Again opens with uh, Karen. I, I love that Karen is not in this situation. I love the Karen that's in the show yeah. a lot better um, because she's just a victim throughout the whole thing, it seems like. Well, and not even that.
1: She's, like, I think you mentioned it on the last episode. She's had a chance to grow. Like They actually developed the character more in season three than then we've gotten one and two. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Because yeah. there's not... I, I know someone's gonna challenge this with a Sin City reference, but Frank Miller doesn't write a lot of strong women. Like, they're usually, you know, yeah.
1: like Elektra. I was going to say, well, Electra is pretty
0: strong. Yeah, but he killed her and didn't want to bring her back ever. I mean, yeah. if it was up to him, we would never have Electra.
1: Well, here's a question. Did he, did he uh, create Electra or did was that Marvel that created Elektra, the, come up with the idea? Um, I think... But So that was Marvel. He didn't really have a choice whether or not he should, he, she could come back. If that was her own character, then he could have fought for it. I think, I think, he, I think her he first
2: could. appearance is in the Man Without Fear, right? In the mini...
0: Is she in the mini? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was a regular series that. Oh.
2: That's her first appearance. So, no, so her,
1: her first appearance was like the 80s with the Daredevil comic book.
2: Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she just. So Man Without Fear just kind of rehashes that same. Yeah, yeah. Thing. Okay. That, that's new. That's Got like
1: it. 90s, but that's from John Romita Jr.. Art. Okay. Yeah, so that's all another book.
0: So so the car- so, the Daredevil we get is right out of Defenders. Yeah. An entire building has fallen on him. Um, he doesn't have uh, his powers anymore. And he wakes up in the church. Yeah. Um, Really, pretty much where he was in the comic. Uh, The main thing, I I just, I love the actress that plays his mom. Yeah, same. um, She's really good. She doesn't kind of hold back. Um,
1: Well, I love it when he finds out that she is his mom. Like, he's just down there training, and he happens to hear her, and he's like, and he goes to confront the priest. And he's just like, that's like, okay.
2: What uh, So what happened before Born Again that left Daredevil like that? Have you guys read that? Uh, from the comic? Yeah. No, no. I don't well, remember where well, You mean that. like
1: where, where that left him without powers or? Yeah, I guess leading well, up before. Well, no, that was, that, was was like, that was like in the, I want like the 80s or uh, not, not, sorry, the uh, issue, like the uh, one 80s or one and 90s, like he starts to have problems with his... Um, his senses, and so that's what I think brings Stick in, and so Stick t- teaches him how to train again. That's how he, he gets a better perception with his hearing and his radar sense and everything. So okay. yeah, that that was pre that was that was pre born again. Like he had, he had retrained himself with his senses, like in the early 1981, 82 kind of story arcs. Yeah, and when we meet Daredevil in Born Again, he's fine. He, yeah, yeah, it's. It's, isn't that when the, the Kingpin had outed his identity or, or found yeah, out Yeah, Kingpin it?
0: slowly starts to kind of tear him apart. So he makes it to where he can't practice law. He gets him evicted from his building. Yeah. He basically shuts down all his money uh, so that you see this. And there's there, it, it, you can find it online. If I can uh, find it, I'll retweet it. But there's a picture of Daredevil from the beginning of Born Again where he's sleeping in his bed to the end where he's uh, sleeping in garbage. Uh, just kind of to show the evolution of where Kingpin has taken him and just takes everything from him.
1: And that's what he kind of does in this. uh, But he does it
0: from jail. Yeah. Like like you almost go, he spent all of how much time putting this together? At least two years. Yeah, Yeah. and, I mean, to the point, like, they even say, uh, they tell Agent Nadim, you've been bookmarked for a while. So you wonder how long this has been in play. Uh, because it just makes Kingpin look like such a mastermind. It's one of the greatest well, burns. Not even that. Burns they like they season.
1: even changed the character of Vanessa a little bit. I mean, she, even she commits crimes in the comic books. She was like she was very like, distant. Yeah, yeah. When she was like, "You're a criminal." What you know? It's like,
0: I. I kind of love that moment yeah. where she embraces it and she's like, "Well, we need to. You know, is is this person a hazard to our lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Then we need to nip it in the bud." Yeah, okay. yeah.
2: yeah. One of my one of my favorite uh, Kingpin moments in the comics is uh he's in jail this is right before i think it's during back in black for spider-man back in black oh yeah where he's talking to a guard or a lawyer or something and he's sitting in a chair in jail he gets up he breaks a leg from the chair and he just pulls out wads of cash Mm -hmm. and so like he's got all this stuff he like he's thought about all this stuff and he even though he's in jail like he has all this stuff ready to go and that's what i i was telling clay uh, before we started recording uh, Wilson Fisk, I think it's the, my favorite. Like he's the reason I love this season so much. Look oh, at yeah, yeah. And I think he might be the best villain in the Marvel anything.
1: Uh, I would only argue, Purple it, Man. That was that. Fisk. <coughs> Fisk gets the one up just because uh, Kilgrave's dead. Because
2: he's still alive. Yeah. yeah, I think. That's the only reason. I think that's what puts him up there. I know Thanos was really good in the the last movie. Well, but yeah, because
1: you you have a villain who you actually feel sympathy for. Not yeah. many guys can pull that off. I don't have sympathy for uh, Fisk. I don't have sympathy right. for Kilgrave. On Ooh. a rare occasion, I barely have sympathy for Loki. But with Thanos, you kind of understood what he was trying to do, even how he was doing it.
0: Yeah, I mean, watching Kilgrave as a child be tortured by his own parents, yeah. you still don't pity the guy because he becomes so much worse as an adult. Yeah. And Kingpin murdering his father with his, with a hammer is so brutal. Yeah. But then you kind of see what it makes him into, and it's just a great villain. And, yeah. and
2: Vincent D'Onofrio is... He just embodied what Kingpin is. like. Uh, Michael Clark Duncan was really good in the movie. I think I really liked that. That was one of my favorite parts of the movie. He had stronger
0: presence. Yeah, yeah. But well, that was the way they shot him. Right. There are moments in here where they shoot Kingpin, and it's not for that, but it's just for those moments of silence in front
1: of the, the painting, uh, moments of silence before rage. You know? He's Jekyll and Hyde. He really is. He's very quiet, but if you can push that right button, Christ, don't be anywhere near him when he erupts. <laughs> <laughs> do, I do not let him borrow your jacket. <laughs>
2: I do love the painting that it's, it's called uh, "Rabbit in the Snow," and it's just a white, you know, white paint, and it uh, it's.
0: It was basically the corner he had to stare at right. when he was punished all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Uh, they really did a great job with that. I mean, you really have to, I mean, and you've had three different showrunners, right? We had Steven DeNight on season one. who yeah. basically set up what we got in Kingpin in season three. Mm-hmm. Really great path. Um, can we talk about that 10-minute long shot? Yeah. From, uh, <laughs> from hallways to a prison, they go and take a long shot that I, I read about on comicbook.com. Uh, they said that they could only practice five or six times a day that long shot because otherwise they would run out of daylight. Mm-hmm. Yep. And to do what they did, like I, well, like I've watched it a couple times they, just they, to see how they would they, switch out. They map. had to up
1: their game from season one when he goes to save the little girl or the little boy in that, uh, you know, hallway scene. There, it's like, how do you upstage that one long shot?
0: <laughs> I ten minutes <laughs> in a prison, yeah. so you have a whole, a whole layout, a whole place to go. And what I love too is. Uh, he's still helping the Ukrainians when they're going and He's trying to drag him to safety. He's like, "Wait a minute! There's two guys this way." Like he, he's still like trying to to talk through everything, and it's pretty amazing. But now the Ukrainians uh, may know something mm-hmm. because there's a guy who knows that people are on the other side. This is supposed to be this blind lawyer. Wait a minute, what's going on? I mean, there.
1: Well, if we ever get that.
0: Yeah, we we probably won't. Uh, that's the the shitty side of the business is like things being canceled. Yeah. Power Man, or Luke Cage, okay, uh, Iron bring, Fist.
1: Don't bring about those series. Just give us heroes for hire. <laughs> I would love that.
0: Got my Iron Fist shirt on. I'm yes, ready. You, uh, you know, especially when Danny was getting so much better. And it doesn't have to be about Danny. It can be. It can be about that whole group. It yep. can be about the history of the iron fist. I mean, we can go through a lot of stuff. Well just that last
1: scene when he pulls out the two pistols and he charges them with his chi energy. I'm like, No, 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 don't stop here. Don't stop here.
0: And shoots a bullet out of the air. I know, I know. It's with like both guns. <laughs>
1: um
0: I, I I hate to just kinda drone on about Karen, but I I just look at her in the book and how weak she is, and then I look at what uh Debra and Wold does with Karen in the show and I love it. Um I, I, one of the one of the groups I'm in I was talking about her performance and everything and I just got I got one guy who's just like she's whiny and crying I, I just hate her
2: what? I don't know what did you watch <laughs>
0: <laughs> just felt like she cries in every scene she whines in every scene and I go did you see the origin episode yeah. what did y'all think of that,
2: Karen? I think it's just called Karen, right? Yeah, like episode nine or ten.
0: Yeah, it's dark and gritty. Without yeah. her being a porn star to, addicted to heroin, it's you know she you know she's still living at home trying to take care of her family, but she also is a drug dealer. You yeah. know, which you kind of go, oh, okay, we're getting a little darker background. And she's you know working with this guy, and they're selling drugs in the small town while her family's business is going under. And then we find out her dark secret. Uh, yeah, that's
2: why when her dad goes like, you'll figure it out. You always do. You're like, that's why, because she's got the drug bins on the side.
0: Well, the thing for me, the greatest scene in all of Daredevil, uh, even though we had these incredible fights, is what? Karen calling her dad to come home. No, and, and you can look at her and you know she knows the answer, but she's having to make the f- toughest phone call of her life to listen to her father say, you aren't welcome home. I mean, it's just—it's just heartbreaking, and you just see her do that in a car by herself. And I thought probably one of the best scenes. Well,
2: and, and you know, there's some hope because she maps out the route in her phone before she calls. Like I think it's this Vermont that she might be going to or yeah. something. So she maps it out, and you see how long she would have to travel, and then she makes the phone call. So part of her thought, maybe at some like maybe there would be something different, and just I, to have that crushed.
0: I think she maps it out. And then says, "I need to call because I know he's going to say no. I don't want to show up and him say no. I I, that's what I that's what I got out.
2: Maybe, yeah. No.
1: Well, you know, and I keep wondering, like, if you know, with all the shit she's going through, if she doesn't have a death wish. Because I mean, the scene I go back to is that when she's sitting there at the table with Fisk, and it's like, you know, we I just said, don't be anywhere when he erupts. But like, she's like talking to him and talking to him, and basically just until they get that point of." He's like, ah, and stands up, and you have the FBI and Foggy coming. It's like, I just saved your ass. You know, don't – what were you trying to do? It's like I was trying to get him to, you know, make that turn so he goes back to jail. But And you get this
0: feeling that maybe she, you know, even if she got hurt, she didn't care. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, I want him to come at me, do something. That's fine. Uh, because her loss was – would be greater by catching the kingpin. Yeah. She,
2: she was going to take one for the team.
0: Yeah. And – and, and I think, and it just shows how you know she was. She's she's in a dark place, um, even though she you know she's doing all this stuff for Matt. She's doing all this stuff for uh, you know her and Foggy are, are remaining friends.
1: Um, Would y'all think of Foggy's journey?
2: I like Foggy. Uh, I mean, I mean,
1: honestly, I mean, I like him, but I mean, it didn't seem any different than any of the stuff we saw him in season two or uh, or with Je- Jessica Jones or in Defenders. It was just you know. Well, I,
0: I guess I, I look at foggy from the comic is more of comic relief. He's a, he's a guy who's who you know, he's Matt's best friend, but they but do a lot better job in the show than, the,
1: than in the comics. I don't know, in the comic books there have been times when Matt's burned the bridges with him that he's like, you know, I don't want to deal with you. And you know, there have been times when he, you know, earlier in the comic books he was the, I'll, I'll give you he was the comic relief, but as history's gone on, when, you know, he's, I, he's, how many times has Matt pretend to be dead? How many times is, you know, his identity's been outed and then he, nobody can remember his identity and Foggy's the only one who knows. And it's like, there have been numerous times in the comic books I feel like his friendship has been strained too much where Foggy's like, I just can't do this anymore, Matt, you know? It's,
0: yeah. And he, and he has, you know, good reason for that. Yeah. But I liked, uh, I liked seeing him with Marcy. Yeah. Uh, it, it's very similar to the book, but in the book, you know, he's kind of taking care, uh, taking care of Glory, uh, more than you know, Marcy is kind of going. You know, hey, you could be the DA, kind of pr- propping him up, putting him in a place um, that she doesn't see will be affected by the kingpin later. You know, because she she's all excited, and I don't know. Do you, do we want to see Foggy kind of settle down
1: with Marcy and become more stable, and Matt become the opposite of that? I I don't know. I mean, like I think just keep Foggy as you know, as, like. Foggy, in some ways, is like we, we mentioned earlier with Dig, with Oliver. He's like his his compass, like his his moral compass. Is like if Foggy hadn't been there, I don't think Matt would have. Well, I mean, maybe outside of a Karen on occasion, I don't think Darda. I think Darda would probably go down that dark path. It's because he's got that one center of a friend that he can, you know, it's like you know, even though he doesn't always listen to uh, Foggy, he realizes, you know, no matter what, he always comes back to the friendship with Foggy, and he always always asks for forgiveness. So it's like I think that's the one thing that keeps him from going over the dark side, like Batman has. The Robins, or has Alfred? He has that one kind of linchpin, linchpin that holds him there from going crossing that boundary.
0: So, do y'all think if Karen had died in this, what, how would that affected me? It
1: would have been too early. I mean, my uh, that would have been, I think, just too early for. I mean, if you did a season four or five and you killed her off, I think that would be something more. But season three is just, you're st- you're still developing the character of Daredevil. I don't think you're at that point where Daredevil has had enough to really. Because you know that was the thing and. The Kevin Smith line, you know, Mysterio was putting him through a lot of crap, and then basically she dies, and so you're wondering, is he going to snap? And you know, but he didn't because he still had, you know, he was able to get, you know, he still had friends like Natasha and Foggy and stuff like that. So I think right now it would have been too early. Now, if you did in season four or five, then that's it. Uh, Let's see what happens to Matt there. But but you haven't even you haven't had a love relationship between the two yet. And that was one of the things outside of uh, um, outside of Elektra, Karen was the love of his life. And so they have If you need to develop a relationship there for for that kind of pain and guilt to happen, if it's just a friend, that's one thing. But when it's the person you're considering, like I could see myself spending the rest of my life, and then you take that away from me, then that's a, a, a darkness that it's kind of hard to get over. Well, and this
0: show does a better job of showing Karen stand on her own exactly and do her own thing, as opposed to the comic where she, she just kind of goes. To, she, yeah. she she she's coming from Central America to New York to to warn Matt, yeah. and then they're kind of this couple, and and. They've kind of find their strength in each other. I
1: mean, look. I mean, all I gotta say is go right back to Daredevil, Yola. We're talking about love, you know, love yeah. relationships. And if if that story itself points anything, then yeah, they're not. They haven't developed a character enough for that to warrant, I say, killing her off if that's where you want to go.
0: Yeah, because that that's always the saddest part of that is just that reminiscing. Exactly. That, uh, very similar to Blue. Hmm. Um. So we've got Foggy's journey, uh, and I, then the, I love Foggy's brother. Yeah. The guy who plays yeah. his brother is awesome.
2: <laughs> I like Foggy's family, the, the dad and the mom. Like, it really makes you feel bad for them when they are unknowingly, like, you know, they've been part of Fisk's uh, plan all along, like put him in that position where they could be leveraged. Uh, and then you kind of think, like, was that part of his plan to corner Foggy so he would be the DA and then the DA would be in his pocket as well? So, like, it, it just really makes you think how f- – how many steps ahead is Fisk of everybody?
0: Well, not um, enough to have the DA. That's the one weak link he had in the whole thing, and that was one thing that if he had, yeah. he would have the city.
2: But I think, I mean, he would have, if Foggy had not bowed out of the grace, like, I think Fisk made it seem like he didn't want Foggy to be DA, but then when they thought about it, they're like, he did want me because he, he knew Foggy wasn't going to back down, I think, right? Right. Um. So... I don't know I like I like the growth that foggy has had in the past few seasons I like where he's at the spot that he's at now I do love that he's a <laughs> he's a rich lawyer now where he can actually be more helpful because he has some power and influence and uh and he's not just some side character that's kind of there for comedic relief no yeah um, I like the chemistry between the uh, Matt and foggy's really good their scenes are really good um, because foggy's just it makes you feel so excited, like you're just there with your best friend doing stuff and kicking ass, exactly. right? Exactly. It goes back uh, to that
0: season one uh, when they're in college together. I love that they're them walking along yeah. and talking and just just having a moment.
2: And even in, in the Daredevil movie, like the banter between uh, Foggy and uh, you know Ben Affleck and uh, what's his name? Happy Hogan. Fabro, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even their banter was some of the best things about the movie. So I think. There are some relationships that in the comics, like they just, they're really cool. Uh, they're really well written, and they just transfer to any medium. And I think Matt and Foggy is one of them.
0: Foggy describing Elektra to Matt in the in that movie. I mean, that movie, I liked. Uh, but after seeing the show, you know, it doesn't even hold a candle to it. Yeah. But I still, there, there's a lot of fun in it. Uh, the director's
2: cut is. The director's uh, cut it's a is lot better, better than, than the movie.
0: Um, who else's journey do we see in here um, kingpins from criminal to, to criminal mastermind to criminal mastermind <laughs> to the, to having a guy stab him which I I did not see that coming uh, the, the twist that he had gotten mm-hmm. the guy to do it uh, I just really enjoyed watching him just kind of go through it and really when did when does he get mad
1: in the in the in the limo yeah And what other time? I mean, Uh, he
0: pretty much has everything in his pocket.
1: He gets mad at, almost gets mad at, again, at Karen when they're having their talk at the table. She's poking him. She's prodding him. What about this character? And he's like, I mean, he's about ready to just jump up and hulk out until the FBI walks in. So it's like, okay. You know, you realize that he, and then in the last episode where it's, um, where it's uh, Daredevil fighting uh, Bullseye, and Bullseye's trying to kill Fisk and his wife. It's like, you know, he, 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 I mean. That fight scene alone in the tent house, it's like, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> because you've got a fight that's basically been like these storylines mm-hmm. colliding at the end to where he's still going to save Vanessa. Yeah. Uh, Matt will not let Vanessa die for no. his own revenge. Uh, but in the way that Nuke is kind of unleashed on the city by Kingpin, Bullseye's is kind of unleashed by Daredevil. Wait, was Nuke
1: unleashed by Kingpin and Jessica?
0: In uh, well, not in Jessica okay. Jones, but in in Born Again. Nuke, oh yeah, yeah Nuke no, shows up in New York. right. And we have the whole Captain America. That's know, crossover right. That's and right. Yeah. yeah was, so, okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That that was the thing for me that um. I was like, wait a minute. Daredevil's going to unleash this guy, but I guess he knows he's going to target Kingpin, but he mm-hmm. still has to save Vanessa. Yeah. But I don't think he would have let Kingpin die either.
1: No, he wouldn't have. I mean, there's a that... spoiler. But you know, there's that whole thing. Um, <laughs> this whole the, discussion, yeah. At the end of the thing, when he like, you know, he's about ready to, you know, he's beaten Fisk, and he goes, "I'm not going to kill you as long as you leave Foggy and Karen alone." And blah blah blah. And you know, and it's like when, you, when you think, but would you have actually done it? Would and that's what I'm saying, like, that's where I think, like, if there was no Karen and Foggy there, he might have actually done it. But you have those moral compass characters that keep them from crossing the line. That you know, have these vigilantes try uh, have to, at least people like Batman or. Other ones, like, or even Oliver in the comic, in, in, in Arrow, like, they, this. there's this line that they are walking a typewire, and it's like, are you going to fall this way, or are you going to staying on this side? So
0: I think they should have made Felicity that moral compass, because she really doesn't serve a lot of purpose for no, him. No,
1: I mean, honestly, I hate to say it, they should have killed her off last season. I mean, if, if this is the way we're going to get her, and then I, I don't want it. She, in, earlier seasons, she kind of had that moral compass. She was the one that, oh, when Oliver wasn't listening to John, sometimes she could say something, and he'd be like, huh. Now she's become a whiny little emo, like I have nothing left to lose, and no, no, we got to fight Diaz. Like, you know, like, like let's uh, let's go right to episode two of uh, Arrow: The Longbow Hunters. She is so focused on stopping Diaz that she doesn't realize he, uh, you know, she uh, like when she and you know, John's telling her pull the linchpin from the train so I can get away. It's like no, Felicity, if you don't do this, they're going to kill him. Do you want to lose another one of your best friends? And and she's she's so f- narrow-minded on trying to get Diaz. It's like. He's trying to save the world, and two, he's going to die by these other vigil, you know, other villains, and she won't listen. So, you know, Curtis has to jump in there and do the whole thing, and she doesn't care who she's hurting. Like in episode three, when she doesn't, care, you know, as much as we hate the FBI agent, you know, the FBI agent decide, hey, I'll try to help you do, and she's like, well, whatever, well, she got thrown away, so I don't care anymore. It's like I just want my husband back, and that's all. Yeah. And it's like, you were so narrow-minded. It's not even funny.
0: Yeah, and it just it doesn't... I mean, for a character that's been on this long, I know there's a lot of people that like her. They just write her so poorly. I know,
1: and this isn't a knock on the actress. She's acting exactly. the way she's... She, they say, do this, and she does it, you know.
0: It's what they give the character. Exactly, They give the yeah. character really crap
1: And I do. just... And I really don't care anymore. If they were to kill her off, I would not have any... I would not cry. I mean, let Oliver kind of be that, like, be that person where everyone else has to be his moral compass. He's like, I lost my wife, but now I'm trying to... He's going to have to battle going back and forth. But are you going to be the Punisher or are you going to be uh, the Flash?
2: Wh- which character death made you cry last
1: Oh, no, I, I said it last year. <laughs> the, uh, Martin Stein dying. I actually shed a tear for yes. that. Yes. Yes, Martin Stein's yeah. death was oh. really sad.
2: They really know how to tug at the heartstrings. Yeah. I, mean, with, uh,
1: I was more pissed off the fact that they just got – I mean, unless the guy who played uh, Jax was wanting off the series, I was pissed off that they couldn't just let him do some kind of slaying scene to keep him as Firestorm. Yeah. And I mean, you just took off a really awesome character. It was one of the like I mean, in a lot of ways Firestorm was the uh soul of that team. And then now I guess it's technically ray, but you know, but it's like he was like like the Martian Manor He was like the like he's the soul the 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 inner spirit like Cyborg is to the Titans, Martian Manhunter is to the League. Oh,
2: when when Marsh, Martian Manhunter's dad passed, too. That was was a good episode. Yeah. Man. <laughs> but I- no, we won't cry for Felicity. No. One thing
0: we do miss from Daredevil is, um, oh gosh, the news reporter um, that died in season one.
2: Oh, yeah. It's been so long. (laughs) I I
1: hate that I'm – Ben? Ben Urich. Ben Urich. Yeah, which I was pissed off about that. He's such a central character to the comic books.
0: Yeah, very much so, but that allowed them to shift Karen into that kind of role. Yeah. So you got those big reveals. Like in in Born Again, you see – you see Ben like on the phone at one point where he's talking to somebody who is just basically being told they're going to be killed by the kingpin uh, because uh, of what they're doing, and he has to sit there and listen to it while all this stuff is going around him. You just see Ben kind of just cave in, and I think we get that from Karen, uh, but we more more than Karen is Agent Nadeem. The guy yeah. that plays Agent Nadim is awesome. Yeah, you go really through a good. whole roller coaster of his life.
2: He's kind of like your point of view character where you're like this is kind of you you're just a normal dude trying to work and trying to do your thing for your family or whatever and now you're caught in this situation what do you do so it it really makes you feel for him throughout the whole uh journey of the season
0: yeah i was trying to think of the biggest point that he's just like what the what the f but it might be when the agents are in his house but i kind of thought it was when he's sitting in the truck poindexter shows up in the daredevil costume Mm -hmm. and he hears over the radio all these killings at the church and he's like what did you do like that's when he realizes how deep he's in and he's screwed
1: well like that scene when like he he goes to i think the prosecutor and they go to his boss's home and he's like saying yeah blah 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 and and fisk has been doing this. how do you know this and he shows the wound and the prosecutor is like you know it's like let me help you with that and then you just hear that gunshot he drops and he goes like I can't believe you did this. You, you brought this to my house. <laughs> yeah. Do you realize how how much of a full Fisk has? I mean, just the FBI alone.
2: Do you yeah. guys think that she was really painting her house, or she already had a plan that to kill somebody that day, and that's why there was all the plastic up in her house?
1: That's a hard one to call. I
0: don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Um, because how you know how far out has he planned this? Yeah. I mean, she was pretty mad, so I think it was a surprise. Uh, she seemed she, she's like you brought this to my house. Yeah, so I think it was a surprise and I think the money was compensation for them killing her daughter Because you know as tough as that is She probably didn't follow along had her daughter killed and they said look that's what's gonna happen and Then said you know and then paid her off mm. I mean because who knows I mean when when Ray walks into that one room and he looks at everyone he goes Fisk, Fisk got all of you what did y'all do? You know, like, like to him, he doesn't see it as any big deal other than money, but now it's like, well, wait a minute, it's more than that to all these people,
2: so. Um, I guess one of the questions I have for you guys, uh, do you like Daredevil going back to the black suit? He
1: kind of had to. That, that was yeah. like... You, you, it, I think that's my favorite suit. Well, he didn't have, like, the other suit was destroyed, basically, with the coming the, down the building. So yeah, and that's then, true. And Fisk went to the other guy to get a suit built for, you and know. And made two. Yeah. So there is a second
0: yeah. suit, yeah. but he also said, he goes, I made the second suit so you'd be caught with it. I, yeah. I
2: did feel bad for that guy, too, because he's just trying to get his shit together.
0: A great fight, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. from what he is in the comics,
2: Who's he supposed to be in the comics again? Gladiator. I okay. Gladiator, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: And uh, he fights with buzz saws, and they let him fight with buzz saws in this room. And I was like, that was pretty great. And then they had the FBI come in, and then they break up and start fighting those guys. And then yep. and, and then Matt has to leave him. He has but to make the
2: decision of, like, do I try to get him out of here, or do I use this time to get out of here? Yeah.
0: Um, you know, some of the panels straight out of the comic are, are just Kingpin sitting in front of a bunch of TVs watching everything as mm-hmm. he's got full control. I mean, that, I almost th- like that at the end, but it's nice to see him go from prison to that. Well,
2: and that lady's kind of the unsung hero too, right? The technician with the monitors?
0: Oh, Miss Shelby? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
0: one that's been watching the whole thing? Because
2: she she kind of turns on Kingpin she knows there's going to be consequences if he finds out, but I guess she realizes that it's going to be worth it maybe to try to get out of from under the kingpin. I don't know. Um, I don't know
0: because she does at one point uh, follow what Matt tells her to do and shuts off the elevator so he can finish what he started. Yeah. Um, I think that's the only time she agrees to do anything. I'm trying to remember because I know at one point he asked her to do something. Now, kingpin blows up Matt's place. Luckily, we don't lose that cool studio apartment. No, (laughs) But that was like... In the book, he just seems so much more ruthless towards Matt. And in this, it seems like he's much more... Uh, he's just ruthless everywhere else. He's yeah. with his own people. He goes to Nadim's house. Uh, it seems he like he's goes. destroying
2: everything around Matt to try to leave him on an island. Because I guess his... The world thinks he might be dead, right? I think Matt... Yeah. Like, so it, I well, think at least I've been to told destroy, about episode four or five. Because, he, has you to, know. he doesn't have to destroy him personally because he doesn't have a job right now. He doesn't have... You know, he's probably already losing his apartment or whatever. Well, no, um, it's uh,
1: in the in the series. Uh, Karen keeps it uh, the right, rent right. Paid. So, but it,
2: she's about like I think she's also behind on payments too. Yeah. So like, Fizz doesn't have to destroy Matt personally, to ruin his life. She just he just has to remove all the people around them. And what's um, cool is Matt
0: Matt envisions beating uh, Kingpin to death. Yeah. Like, and that comes straight out of the comic. That's in the show. Uh, at one point, he's in the gym and he's talking to his dad, that his dad becomes Fisk, and then he turns around and just starts punching him the exact same way that he does at the end of the show uh, in his in his uh, apartment, which is amazing.
2: Those were some of the better exchanges between Fisk and Matt, when it was just the kingpin in his head, and not really him. They didn't see a lot of each other like in person in the, the whole season, right? But I know the, the, the showrunners probably wanted them to interact because they know that they have two really good actors so they just wrote it in and that way where he was just in his head
0: like, yeah because there's not a lot of matt and fisk interaction in the comic in fact there's not a lot of daredevil action in the comic for a long time so it was smart for them to have uh him do so much early on especially in episode four when they had that uh prison fight uh, because if you'd followed the comic i mean you know he fights some street people, but that's about it.
2: I mean, oh, street people!
0: Yeah, it's not. It's not the stuff that. I mean, granted, that's that's what Kingpin's sending up against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once he finds uh, Agent Poindexter and realizes, oh, I've got something in this guy. I just need to manipulate him. His manipulation and turn to the dark side was so good that actor was really really fun watching him just kind of melt down way i mean i love the daredevil version we got in the movies because he was kind of like i'm evil and this is fun we watched a man break
2: check out the school score i got on my forehead
0: (laughs) (laughs) but did you ever see how bendis wrote that into the comics Uh -uh. yeah yeah oh it was so great because
1: uh well he had it when um when uh, Osborn had his Dark Avengers, when he became Hawkeye, you, and he takes a mask off, he has the, the imprint but in his head. Daredevil cut that into his head. Oh, did he? Really? I oh, yeah. guess that part. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah,
0: Daredevil cuts that into uh, Bullseye's head because at some point he finds out that he was suicidal, and he goes, here, I'm going to make it so it's easy for you. This is where you need to shoot and cut it into his head.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> like I said,
1: moral compass. <laughs>
0: this he, Was, <laughs> he was, walks was, was this Marvel
2: Knights? uh um, it was
1: actually yeah well actually this was a, a, a series where um kevin smith was supposed to been writing it but i think he got over or he, or he was reading a writing a series called daredevil bullseye and, yeah. and this i don't know if it's where he officially okay. got the bullseye but he had that, that was right after the movie came out and you, you saw the issue and his the bullseye's right there in his head so yeah and
0: he just cut it into his forehead wow. that was like and I, I think that was even before uh we saw the nazi swastikas cut into their foreheads and uh
2: Inglorious oh. uh, Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Anytime, anytime the glass broke or something around, in the in the the Netflix show, I just keep picturing that scene of Colin Farrell in the church breaking the glass and just catching all the shards, just, like ju- 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 stacking them up ju- 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 in yeah. his head. <laughs>
0: and he's just, oh my gosh, yeah. There are some moments in that one that are not great, but he was fun. He was a fun yeah. bad guy because yeah, he just was, wanted to kill. Yeah.
2: You made me miss like like. Colin Farrell goes gets a lot of crap, but I think I enjoyed most of his roles. So that was that was a really good one. Um,
0: um where you guys want to go with this, because we've gone through pretty much every character. I did uh, uh, all
1: this made me realize there's a, a rumor that I think it's uh, f- going right back to Arrow. I finally I first saw it on Instagram and I only give Instagram props because a lot of the rumors I see on like different sites for like Flash or Arrow that usually come true. Um there's a rumor that Emiko Queen might be coming to Arrow season seven. As Emiko uh, Queen? Oh. Do, you, do you not read the current line of? Uh, no, no. Oh, she's a uh, his, his, his sister, ha- his half sister. It basically sister, his father yeah. ha- had a relationship with uh, Shadow in the in the new uh, Rebirth history, and so he has a sister, a half Asian sister named Emiko, who's a now Red Arrow on the new Titans team.
0: What? Okay. Now yeah. So his
1: father was probably. originally stranded on the on the island. Yeah. And that's when you find out later he goes back in Shadow, like you know, in the original series Shadow. Sort of rapes him. They have his their son, and then in the TV series Shadows, his love interest there, in the, and yeah. on the island she gets killed. But in this one, yeah, she had relations with his dad, and he has a half sister that becomes Red Arrow in the comic books. And then there's rumor that she might be the current Green Arrow that's not in jail right now.
0: Oh, okay.
1: It, it, nothing. Nothing's been confirmed, but you know, I, one of the podcasts. But I was how
0: would they do that with the way that they wrote him on the
2: island? Because his dad. I mean, it could be just that his dad had an affair somewhere yeah. before. Yeah. 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 I mean, that it, we know that his
1: family wasn't exactly you know angels, so. It, yeah.
2: You know that Queen family? <laughs> they all got issues.
0: Well, they all, they were all. I just go back to the you know beginning of era and it's like mom, dad. He had uh, a stepfather. I oh the, yeah, he just went away, right? Walter, yeah. Well, Walter's
1: on Krypton now. He's odd.
2: Oh, is he? Yeah. That's the oh, actor okay. the who's like at the end of the, Oh, like Great-Grandfather Zod. Yeah, 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 the
1: okay. one the Zod basically when uh, Brainiac takes uh his grandfather into the Phantom Zone and everything changes, that Zod is actually the guy who played Walter from Arrow.
2: Oh, okay. Damn. I I I haven't seen Krypton, but Oh, I think dude. I yeah. I hear good things and Lobo's coming. Yeah. I oh I'm
0: kind of curious to see Lobo and how they're going to ride him or really how they're going to portray him.
1: Oh my god, Krypton was so good. But it it, it was it, it was probably one of the best and a lot—I like said it's one of the best uh, special effects shows sci-fi has ever done because a lot of the cities are model-based, they're not CG.
2: Oh, good, yeah. Oh, that. makes There's a lot less Sharknados in this than any other oh, show geez. in sci-fi. At least they ended it.
1: At least they gave it an ending. <laughs> Sharknado is officially done. Maybe. <laughs> so Don't go there.
0: <laughs> so we get. So we're probably not going to get a Daredevil season four,
1: unless. A lot of them taking these series are going to go into the D- Disney streaming service. Well, which they the way could. they
2: the way they left off the the last scene, like I guess maybe this was written before all the shows got canceled. But I mean, it 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 would be pretty easy for Disney to just kind of take over. Like right? it's their license, right? It's, so it's not like I'm. No, keep on. So it's not like Netflix can't tell. It would be like just if the show got changed to another. Um, channel or whatever, right? Like, but we have
0: another year before the Marvel server or the Disney services. Yeah, and right? I think and
1: we're still getting. Uh, I think Jessica season three and Punisher season two. Yeah, so yeah. we we got yeah. time to
3: wait. Wait, I'm gonna jump in because I remember reading about this when they announced the Disney service. Netflix still owns the shows that they currently have. Like they're never gonna have a new show, but they're still gonna keep doing these shows. Disney, I mean, Marvel is not gonna be like, okay, we're gone. Goodbye, Daredevil. But like, the agreement stands for the current shows, so they're not going to go away. No, but I, well, they're no, going to keep making new seasons if they.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, they canceled uh, Luke. C- well, I mean, again, they could always do a Heroes for Hire. So right. it, the whole thing is with them is if they don't do with something within a certain amount of years, that right, like you know, the rights are going to revert back to Marvel. But again, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like, watch them do Heroes for Hire, not do a season three, season three of either Luke Cage or Iron Fist, but you know that. Um. One thing I did talk about This is what I'm glad They're doing with Titans Is I'm glad uh, The DC is not doing A one lump sum drop Of all the shows I like the fact They're weekly and
0: well, I, it almost seems like though that they're introducing so much so fast because we got the first episode, we're getting an origin. The second episode, here's Hawk and Dove. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm you, okay with that, I'm, but I hate to say it. That's one of the problems I had with a lot of the Marvel shows is they drag on. Like I, I, there are times I can't do the 13 episode rather than be like seven or eight.
0: Yeah, Defenders and, was perfect at yeah, eight exactly. episodes. And I
1: and I feel like when I'm watching Titans, you know, whether or not you're a fan, I don't feel like there's a part where I'm really getting bored. There's enough going on that it keeps me kind of at least in, interested in the story. Yeah. And that's what I kind of hope if Marvel does on the streaming service or anything else, it's like, do it weekly. You know, that's, that's what the problem, especially me being the podcast nerd that I am, it's like, if, you know, people want to talk about, you know, want to do like, a sh- uh, like uh, let's say a series based on each episode, it's like, I, w- I would rather watch the episode than have them talk about it than have to worry about catching up on 13 episodes like that. You know, I like the fact that we have something to look forward to each week. And so...
0: Yeah, you know, we had that with uh, Legion, uh, and we and yeah. we were really into that because Legion is not a show you can binge. No. But then when we got to season two, we weren't so consistent in watching it. And now we kind of need to binge it to get caught up. Mm-hmm. And we're in that situation where it's really going to be heavy to watch a lot of that show at once.
3: We're, we're not going to. You can't binge that show. It'll melt your brain. Take in. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's a
2: warning at the end that it says don't watch more than two episodes at once because it'll melt your brain. <laughs> it will. It will. <laughs> You cannot take that much Aubrey Plaza at once. It's just not recommended for you. you, you Unless it's Parks and Rec.
0: (laughs) No doubt. Um, Always, always Parks and Rec. Yeah. Always acceptable. I I
2: did have a question for the group. Yes. In the comics or the TV show, what is your favorite Daredevil outfit? Which color?
1: Oh, the pure red one. That's always going to be my go-to for a costume.
0: So we have... Yellow.
2: the The main ones are with yellow, yellow, red, red and black.
1: black. No, you also had the gray one that he he had in the late nineties. Remember when he pretended Matt was dead and was somebody else? Yeah. Uh,
0: and,
2: and there's different versions of black because there's the Shadowland there that will. Yeah. There's a the, the current the, the current started off as a black um, outfit, which I thought I thought that looked really cool. Um,
0: I kind of was thinking they were going to adapt that into the show. The way he kept wearing the black, that we were suddenly going to get this costume. Yep, same. Uh, but now, you know, are we gonna are we gonna get Gladiator back? Is he gonna be able to make a costume? Or we're
1: you know, again, season four questions. We may not even. He
0: can get just to.
2: reach out to Danny. He makes stuff for everybody now. He's got Rand technology. That's true.
1: That's true. I mean, come on. If you can make a cybernetic arm for Misty, you can make a suit of armor for uh, Matt to wear and. Yeah, see, that's crime. where they
0: made a mistake. They did too much stuff. So it's like when someone has like subpar powers or or a suit, you're going to be like, hey, why didn't Tony help him? Yeah.
1: Well, and, then, again, the separation of the TV stuff from the movies. A even
0: though, even though they're, s- they're
1: connected, why didn't Danny help him? I mean, she lost her arm. He,
0: well, needs he did. I, th- I thought
2: she got the cybernetic arm from. Danny. Well, she, yeah, she did. Uh, okay. okay. Dare that will happen too quickly for anybody to help, though, because it seemed like it was a few days that this all happened in, right? Yeah. So there wasn't a I think that's one of the better tricks of writing to make sure like people don't poke plot holes are like, why didn't you call Jessica to help? Because she is mentioned at the end of the like, well, because this all kind of like I didn't have time to stop and make a phone call. Like this all happened pretty quickly.
0: I was going to ask you if, uh, did you guys read uh, Reborn, the Daredevil Reborn series? Which? All right. That's what I wanted to no, know. No, 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 no. Which one, which one is that? I mean, like... uh, it is Andy Diggle. I want to say, oh, Reborn. I want to say yes, it, but I'm just. It's Matt, again, leaving, trying to find himself, and I started to read it, and I love Andy Diggle, but I want to compare it to these things. Uh, I need to get it out of my head and just read it as a, a standalone story. But it's Matt going to a small town uh, trying to find himself. And uh, I easily started to compare it to this and didn't want to go on. But the art was fantastic.
2: Huh. I, I realized as I was going, uh, getting kind of ready for the show, I was downloading stuff to my uh, iPad. I don't think I read a lot of Daredevil on his own. I Like at least the older stuff. I read the The Man Without Fear. That's a good one. Um, and then all the early the, Frank Miller stuffs good. For the most part, I've only read. I I've read a lot of the current Charles Soul run for sure. That's even the
1: most that, r- recent yeah. runs been. Yeah.
2: Um, but I ha- I didn't read the I didn't read the, when he went to San Francisco. That was uh, I haven't I read mean, any of that. I it think, was all right. Who's that? Um, written by?
1: I don't know. I forget.
0: That
2: was that was also around the Mark same Wade? time. Is it
1: Wade and Sammy that they did that? It might be because it was the last run, right? Yeah. Before Charles, yeah. That was right before he basically. Submerges identity from all of society, like, which you know, I
2: think, and that that was another thing I wanted to ask. Do you guys like better when Daredevil's identity is public or when it's secret?
1: I like it secret. I like it secret. um
2: Does it does it get for better storytelling? I think so. I mean, it,
1: it, it, again, it's that challenge. It's like. I mean I, I understood why they did Peter outing his identity, but when they submerged that again, I was like, you know, because it's him having to keep that dual identity and there's that challenge again. It's like all these series they have people they gotta protect, you know, it's you know, it's it's another layer of these superheroes. It's like, you know, I'm gonna put my life on the line for all these individuals in the city every day, but I also need to keep make sure, you know, it's 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 a challenge. It's not easy. It's not like I can just go, Oh, you know, wave my hand and you're not gonna know who I am anymore. It's like they have to do everything I have to run away, change my costume and at just another point of their life as a superhero. Um, I finally got to the. Uh, I'm, I've been flipping through Born Again, looking for certain
0: scenes that stand out to me, and they, I got to the scene where Ben's having to listen to this man die. The nurse that is helping out Kingpin throughout the comic is one we really miss in the show because she is so dark and twisted. And when, after she murders this man in his bed, just says, "I thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening, Mister Ulrich. And it's just so twisted that I go. Did they put all of that into Bullseye? Because Bullseye gets a Probably. lot of really twisted moments. Uh, I
2: Driving around with Julie <laughs> at the end. When Whenever he gets out of the car and he just, he tells her something. I'm like, oh, he's lost it. He's snapped. Like, he's like, I'll be right back or something. Like. He gets out of the car in the Ford, the, the Daredevil outfit, and then he just looks over and leaves, and then you just see that it's her frozen body that's sitting on the passenger seat.
0: That was really, really good. Ed, but okay, I think this might be the the one uh, thing we might want to end on because this may be a, a, a heavy, debatable issue. We have the same situation with Julie that we did in Green Lantern. We have girl in a refrigerator. Literally. Literally. Um, so I've read people who've complained about it and said, you know, it's just another torture of women. Um, what do you guys think?
2: I think this is a little bit different because, because it wasn't supposed to, I mean, I guess it, it wasn't supposed to motivate. I mean, I think the main issue is that it's not motivating a hero. Right. It's, 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 not it's breaking a, hero. a villain. Right. Also. There was like 10 people in that refrigerator <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't just her so this isn't like king ping just killed her to uh yeah. you know he this is just how he operates and that's it's not like she was targeted yeah. specifically this was just all part of the bigger plan well,
1: but but well, she was
2: targeted well, specifically well, look thought. at
1: the look at the style of the villain here so you have major victory or not major victory major force who basically just kills alex out of pure i'm just going to kill you and i want to i want to hurt this new green lantern Whereas Fisk, he has a he has a formulated plan. Like he's playing a game of chess, and it's like I can move this pawn here, this there. And he planned all this out. Like it, I think it's it's all in the way you look at how the person was killed. Now, it, it, some people could argue that it's the same thing, but no, it's like one was just done as pure brutal murder. Whereas one is like, no. And I think I kill people, and this is part of my plan to orchestrate my becoming power in New York.
2: Fisk would have killed anybody that was that North start for for Dex- No matter who she was, right? Uh, It happened to be Julie, and maybe, yeah, maybe it's not the best choice of that. But it also it's a, it's kind of a logical choice because of the story of you know, he works at the she helped him. She works at the suicide hotline with him, Um, so.
0: And it's not just her that he's enamored with. He even says it's it's how you deal with people and how like he's really kind of in awe of like that part of her. And it's not that she's just being propped up to be killed later yeah. that she's, she's she's involved with him she's actually steering him somewhere that could be good if he mm-hmm. doesn't screw it up.
2: And it wasn't the, I think one of the, thing, the good things about this season of Daredevil was that there wasn't a lot of stuff that was a romantic plot, like there was an the most romantic plot was uh, the Kingpin and um, Vanessa. And Vanessa. And that's very towards the end of the, you know, it, it's kind of his motivation if anything that's that may be closer like the motivation of getting her back is a lot stronger so so i don't i don't think anything it's being romantically driven or anything like that she julie was not a romantic interest for dex it was just a support just like like the doctor was before um and you know other people that he's found in his life or are at least trying to find but what's uh, so
0: weird and twisted is we talk about like all this support for dex what what does matt do uh, and he, them. he uses all that yeah. against him. He yeah. takes and listens to those tapes and just talks about how he's killed and enjoyed it and then just unleashes on him. Whoa. It is so brutal.
2: When they were listening to the tapes, uh, when Kingpin was listening, and you get to the one about the coach, which... Uh, that's Straight
0: when, uh, out of Daredevil's Greatest Hits, one of mm-hmm. my favorite reads.
2: That was uh, that was pretty interesting. like Because it, it reminds me... It's every time... Uh, Bullseye does any kind of thing. I I go back to that scene of uh, Colin Farrell on the plane <laughs> with the peanut. Kills that old lady. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're the, everybody kind of used Dex, unfortunately. If anything, he's the he's the character that kind of suffered the most because he was vulnerable. But you don't feel bad for him because you know that he's kind of a bad person.
1: But look at the villain we're going to get if we get a season four.
0: Uh, Yeah. I think that's going to be the biggest loss is get to see Bullseye become his own North Star and just be crazy. And
2: they're going to put four more metallic arms in his back. That's what they were doing at the end, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: They were doing
1: the (laughs) adamantium-laced spine, you know. (laughs) I know that that ending was
0: almost out of tone for the entire (laughs) series. It was kind of like, dun, dun, dun. Also, Uh,
2: why did he open his eyes? Does he not feel that? Yeah. Like, or is that he may not him? like you know
1: there have been enough killers or uh, villains in the Marvel DC universe that are so fed, uh, so I guess masochistic he also, that he, like they'll just take whatever pain they. I
2: can. guess he also said I can't feel my like he when he was on the ground he couldn't I can't feel, feel my legs like, or his body. Period, yeah. which was a brutal, true, brutal by the kingpin.
0: Well, I I, I really just to kind of go back to to the Julie thing. I don't think. I think she was given as a character. We got to see her evolve. We, I mean, it, she wasn't just there for to move the plot along, other than her death. Yeah, uh, her being in a fridge is just, along with the other deaths that were in there, part of his plan.
2: I, I think I would have been, and it wasn't a villain
0: putting her in there either. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I would have. I think there would have been more outcry if for they here. had killed Karen in that episode. Yeah,
0: yeah, and yeah. I, think, I think the death of. Uh, uh, the priest was a much bigger death because that yeah, yeah. really was kind of what's someone that?
1: who had m- raised Matt. Yeah, well, I mean that that's what kind of solidified him kind of forgiving his mom. You know, like you know when it, like I said when he finds out that it, er, she, she's his mom and he goes to the, the and he's talking to the priest and I love that the fact he's trying to hustle people in the bar playing pool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what you're a priest? Yeah, <laughs> but he goes. Shame on you. And he's like, he's he's making the priest almost doubt his own faithhood because of what he had done when he goes, why didn't you tell me? You knew all these years and you never once told me my mother was alive.
0: And as much as Catholicism has shown us, it's not shoved down your throat. It's it's shown as like, like these people are human. They have flaws. I mean, watching Matt's mom go through the uh, having to give him up and just be like. Um, uh, this is, this is what she went through and this is, this is what she's had to accept and deal with in uh, losing her child. Mm-hmm. And, uh, everyone has just had this painful journey and it's really hard to watch a lot of the times cause it's so, you know, to be gritty, everyone has to suffer. Uh, and, and they do uh, in the worst ways. Yeah. Um, the one thing that was interesting, uh, I, did y'all notice that there is a scene when, uh, bullseye's left the church daredevil's in there with uh karen and he's uh he's actually just done and he's laid out on the floor and she picks him up that looks like the almost reverse drawing that joe casada did of daredevil holding karen when bullseye killed her mm-hmm. uh in uh kevin smith's yeah, right. uh, guardian Devil. guardian devil yeah uh, did y'all see that? Did y'all notice that? I didn't purpose? notice it but I, I know what you're talking about yeah
2: I mean I, I, I noticed that it was kind of a reversal of what you would expect but i didn't I didn't I didn't connect it with the comic book but I mean you read so many comic books you see the opposite yeah. shot
0: yeah um, I guess I always remember that from the Guardian Devil because uh, just the way Casada did her hair in in Daredevil's hands mm-hmm. it just I, I love the way he drew so much detail in that. Uh, And just the suffering. It just looked like Matt
1: was just hes he's, Yeah, I got nothing else in me.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, You guys got anything else on?
1: That's pretty much all I got.
0: Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed one of our long episodes. Uh, We hope to do these every now and again, and we'll uh, be moving away from video, but we will have long-form discussions on some of our shows, Mm -hmm. comics, events. Uh, we've got a couple of shows we've uh, started to plot out for next year, so hopefully you'll join us for those. Yeah. Uh, where can we find you guys uh,
1: on the uh, on the internet, Daniel? Uh,
2: you can find me at Echo Spider on
1: most social media platforms. Uh, Calpedia or Kyle Condit at most social media.
0: And you can find me on the Twitters at Clay Underscore Harrison. This has been uh, <laughs> Next Issue Podcast. Thanks for joining us. See you guys.
2: Bye.